Welcome to Your Health Simplified. I'm your host, Tiffany Colbertson, a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and senior fitness specialist. And I'm here to help you, well, simplify your health. Let's get to it. Oh my gosh, I am so excited you are here. Welcome to episode one of Your Health Simplified. I'm going to use this episode as a foundation. Just like I talk with my coaching clients, you have to know where you are starting from in order to build on it. So I'm going to introduce myself, give you a little insight into my journey, and take you through kind of a rundown of what this podcast or my hopes for this podcast is going to be. I'm going to hop right into it, okay? So I, of course, am Tiffany. I am 34 years old. I am a wife of almost 16 years. I have a 14-year-old daughter and 11-year-old son. (laughs) I had to think there for a minute. And a 7-year-old son. And we live in the home that my husband grew up in. Um, His family built it back in the 1940s. So we live, um, of course, yes, in my husband's hometown. It's not too far from where I grew up. We have lived in Oregon our entire lives in the country. So we love it out here. We hunt, we fish. Um, I have a small garden. We just kind of live the low-key country lifestyle. Anyways, um, let's take it into kind of the beginning for me. Um, Very active youth. I played sports, great in school, never had any issues with body image or who I was. I was very confident, outspoken, just kind of living my best life. Um, That all changed right after high school when adulthood hits and you're trying to work, you're trying to go to college, and you're trying to do all the things. Um, I developed anxiety and depression, but I didn't know it was that at the time. Um, Nobody around us talked about mental health. It wasn't discussed in school, and so I was dealing with all of these emotions that I didn't know. I couldn't put a name to, and I mention that now because this kind of really lays the outline of where my journey took me. So I had a lot of very deep, dark days that we didn't talk about. Um, My husband and I kind of kept these to ourselves. I was suicidal at times, um, and I was not handling life very well. Looked like it from the outside. Everybody thought I had my life together, but things would spiral out of control. I didn't know what was happening. My husband didn't know what was happening. And this kind of, like I said, it kind of darkened my beginning years of marriage and motherhood. Um, We got married really young, 19 and 20, and we had our, um, our first child a year later. And I'd gained a little bit of weight, was on bed rest. It wasn't too extreme. I had lost a little bit just naturally after um, having her. And I didn't really focus too much on health um, at that point. I was uncomfortable in my body, but I was a new mom. I was trying to work. I was trying to be married. It was just, it was a lot. 
it wasn't until we had our second kiddo that I decided I wanted to try and lose some weight. So I started counting calories, started a DVD program. I want to say the first one that I got into was Zumba, which I actually love. And if you've ever done Zumba, it's so fun. But so I was counting calories using a fitness or a calorie counter on my phone and I set it for extreme weight loss. And um, my mom decided that she would start running with me. So we'd meet up and we would go for runs. We made a big goal of this half marathon. It was a ton of fun. I was counting calories. I was getting up early to run. I was a mother of two, still had this undiagnosed anxiety and depression at the time. So it was unmanaged. It was a lot to handle. And um, we did it. I lost some weight, started feeling good. We ran a half marathon and I had a cheeseburger. And this is so important to the story because I just wanted a cheeseburger and french fries after we'd run the marathon a half marathon this was maybe a couple days later maybe a week later and I just wanted a cheeseburger I wanted to enjoy it I wanted to not have to track it and that was the beginning of the end of that diet cycle it just was felt so good not to have to worry about tracking it and it tasted so good because I, I didn't have any guilt, right? Because I, I didn't know the numbers of it. So I spiraled back downhill, gained some more weight, quit running. Um, and then I would yo-yo diet for a little bit longer, dabble and exercise a little bit here and there until I had, um, we, I got pregnant with our third, gained a ton of weight. I um, topped out at 284 pounds at five foot four. So pretty big. And I was miserable. I was uncomfortable. It was hard to do anything. Like my eyes were so squinty because I had so much just excess weight on me. And I just I felt horrible. I was trying to work full time and have these two kids and school and wife. And it just was a lot. So I had... Um, our last, and I dabbled again, yo-yo dieting off and on, but I was also nursing and restricting my calories was not helping with my milk supply. So I did not diet at all. And um, two years later, so this was the end of 2015, I found the keto diet and magic happened. I found a chart. It's called the OKL chart. If you are familiar with keto, you will know it. You should know it because it's pretty highly talked about. And I was eating 900 to 1100 calories per day, only allowing myself 25 grams of carbs per day. And I started working out. The weight was like melting off of me. It was great. Everybody wanted to know what I was doing. Everybody was congratulating me. I looked so good and I, that was like food to my ego, right? It was so good after being so big for so long and feeling so miserable and uncomfortable with myself, with fighting anxiety and depression. Um, and it just felt good. And so I kept doing it. I didn't hear the warning signs from people 
I didn't listen. I thought they were jealous. I thought anybody who was still mildly overweight and who had anything negative to say about what I was doing, they had to be wrong. They had to be wrong. They were jealous. And so um, at the end of 2016, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. So here I am still eating this 900 to 1100 calories a day. I was probably close to my smallest then around 145. I got down to 143 in a size four. And I decided I wanted to run a marathon. A, because I like to do hard things. I like the challenge. And B, because, well, if you look at a marathon runner, they do not have any body fat. Nothing jiggles. And even though I was small and I had this strong body, I still had excess skin. I still had jiggly thighs and this mom tummy, and they wanted a marathon runner's body. So I just figured if I ran and marathon trained that my body would just follow. It did not, y'all. I actually gained weight marathon training, even though I stayed at such low calories. And I did it. I completed my marathon injured because I was dealing with injuries at the time and I made myself do it anyways. And um, I cried at the end of my marathon because I was seven minutes slower than what I had wanted to be. Seven minutes. I cried. I mean, yes, I felt accomplished, but at the same time as I was so angry with myself, if I just hadn't walked, if I wasn't injured, if I had not ate this or it, it was just, I wasn't, I didn't do it good enough. I wasn't good enough. I had failed. Even though I crossed the finish line that most people will not cross, I, I, I just felt like a failure. And so I took the time to take a step back and figure out what I wanted. I had found um, a coach online, loved her podcast, it resonated really well with me, and so I hired her using my credit card. I told my husband, this is what I want. I don't want to gain the weight. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Something's not working. I want to transition. So I put it on my credit card, and I started working with her, and again, found this new magical thing, right? So I went from the magic of the keto diet to the magic of this online coach. I was... Um, adding in calories back, learning to eat carbs again, lifting weights like I hadn't done before. I had never been able to do push-ups probably since my freshman year of high school when I wrestled and I was able to do one push-up on my toes and then three and then five and then 10 and I was growing curves. You could see muscles. It was great. But slowly, I started going downhill. Oh man, I... I struggling with these push-ups, I'm just probably tired or whatnot, but eventually I could not even do a single push-up. And I was suffering from just exhaustion. I had run my body ragged with the low calories and the marathon, and then I transitioned to something just as extreme, only it was marketed differently. Now, I'm not going to rag on this coach because this was not a coaching problem. This was a me problem. This was me, um, A, not communicating very well, and B, not giving myself time to recover. And so um, 
as the program closed that she was in, um, she was transitioning to more um, barbell, and I did not want to get under a barbell. I liked my dumbbell, so I did not continue on, and I ended up gaining a ton of weight. I spiraled downhill. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was frustrated. My anxiety and depression were amok, running amok, and it just got hard. It just got hard. I got lost. I felt like a failure. I gained weight. I had so much going on. I had kidney stones that I had to have surgery for and I felt lost. Um, it took a while. I spiraled into a deep, dark depression. My anxiety got out of control again. And I um, really had to hold on for dear life because the suicidal thoughts had come back and I just hated life. I hated everything about life. Loved my family, loved my kids, loved my husband. And I just hated myself. I hated myself for feeling like I had life, you know, by the balls and then just tossing it all away because I was tired. Now I know that that's not the case. My body could not withstand what I was putting it through. But at the time, it just felt like I had failed. And I let myself spiral out of control, ate my feelings, and sat with that for a while. I was ready to start um, at the beginning of, let's see, timeline here, guys. I'm trying to help you. The beginning of 2019. I was ready to start looking for a coach. I didn't want to do the all-in. I didn't want to do the extreme workouts and the extreme diets. I just wanted someone who could work with me. I had developed hip bursitis. I have had kidney stones. We couldn't get all of them out on my surgery back in 2018. So I knew that those were going to play an issue I wanted to get back into running, but I didn't want it to be extreme. So I needed a coach that was understanding and was kind and compassionate and not the suck it up, quit your excuses, get to work. Because I had done that. I had done that. And mentally and emotionally, I knew I couldn't withstand that. And so I looked and I searched and I asked for references and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. And I was getting like, oh my gosh, maybe I, this is not what I need. Maybe I do need to have that drill sergeant coach. And maybe I do just need to get it together and quit being whiny. Quit making excuses for myself. And every time, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to go down that road. So I created a coach in myself. I thought, if I can run a marathon, if I can be a mom, if I can have three kids, if I can do all of these things, why can't I become a certified personal trainer? Did some research and thought, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to learn more about coaching. I want to learn more about bodies. I want to learn how to help women program exercises that feel good and will help them. I want to learn more about nutrition, like more science-based and less trend-setting things. And so I did. I went to school, got my certified personal trainer, got my um, 
nutrition coach certification, tossed in a senior fitness specialist because I love seniors and I really want to work with them in person. And through the process, I learned about corrective exercises. And that has kind of led to where I'm at in my um, coaching business now. I focus on functional fitness, so I help women who have muscle imbalances that cause everyday aches and pains, knee pain, back pain. These are women that do not have diagnosed issues like arthritis or those sort of things. But just those everyday aches and pains that you get from not taking care of your body. And I help them restore feel-good movement via exercise. And it is amazing. It's phenomenal. I've met some of the most amazing women. And I I love helping them see that fitness and nutrition can be kind. It doesn't have to be this all out, no excuses, do it even if it doesn't feel good type of stuff. It's kind, it's compassionate, and it's intentional. And you don't have to completely rearrange your entire life. You have to figure out how to make fitness work for you. And actually, um, I have a bigger company that I do my own company it's called the collaboration and the motto for that is coaching that complements your lifestyle not complicates it and I truly believe in that truly believe that you have to find a way a fitness style and a nutrition style that works with your current lifestyle you're not going to completely recreate yourself tomorrow And chances are you do not hate your lifestyle. You like being able to do the things with your husband. You like date nights. You like movie nights. You like snuggling on the couch with your kids. Like we don't have to erase that. We just have to figure out how to get you moving during the time frame that works well for you. And moving in such a way that helps your body where it needs help at. So that is me. (laughs) Kind of why I'm here. Um, And so this podcast, Your Health Simplified, I'm going to take you through short episodes just like this one because, like I said, your time is valuable. I know you have a lot going on, but I want to introduce one simple step each week that can help you just get a little bit further along in your health journey, just help you understand that it's not that complicated, that you don't have to go to extreme measures, that you don't have to cut out food groups or work out six days a week for hours just to feel good in your body. We're going to go over fitness topics, nutrition topics, lifestyle topics. Um, My hope is to bring on guests in all areas of your health. I am health is not just Uh, about what your body looks like. I'm talking spiritual, financial, emotional, um, mental, all of those things. Parenting. There's just, there's so much in our lives that if we could just figure out how to simplify it, make it make sense, and then be able to apply it to our current lifestyles, we could be living a life that we are proud of and excited for 
and not feel like failures because you're not. I'm not. And I want to leave you with this little piece of advice. Fitness and nutrition were not created to get you as skinny as possible, right? We need both of these things to live long, healthy, happy lives. And that is what I'm going to help you view them as tools to making yourself feel better. If your body changes in the process on the outside, great. But I know that with these changes, you will feel so much better on the inside. Your body is going to move better. You are going to feel better about having that ice cream or going on the pizza day or picking up the veggies that you actually love and not the ones that you hate. That this is going to be so sustainable. You're going to be so consistent. You're going to amaze yourself at what you actually can do. So with that, I'm going to leave you for today. I will catch up with you in the next episode. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at contact.thecollaboration at gmail.com. You can find me over on Instagram at Tiff Starts Living. And you can head to my website to look at my coaching resources. And I have some great freebies there for you. A 16-day movement challenge, a plus-size runner's guide. And that is at bit.ly slash tiffstartsliving. That'll also be in the show notes. So you will be able to find the links there. Take care. Much love.